1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big night for Scotland. Stevie Clark's side will go for a seeded playoff spot against an almost flawless Denmark side and numerous Scots on a disciplinary tightrope. Tributes pour in for Bertie Auld after the sad passing of one of Scottish football's true characters and Rangers announce an interim management team to hold the fort until the new man arrives. Will that new man be Giovanni van Bronckhorst? I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. Ambition and history are dangerous opponents tonight. Denmark are going for the perfect 10 wins out of 10 in World Cup qualifying Group F. Scotland need to thwart that ambition and deny them history. But for me, everything has been overshadowed on a personal level by the loss of Bertiold. Here was a man who left a 50-year-long impression on me as a journalist. And I guarantee you one thing. None of us will ever see his like again. They broke the mould with 1030. Yeah, it's a big night for Scottish football. We welcome Denmark. Uh, Steve Clark's men will be hoping for a positive result, Gordon. If we can get that, they'll obviously be seeded going into this playoff game. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he goes with tonight. 0141-951-1025. Pick up the phone. It's Monday night. It's not your usual Monday night. There's not the action packed top flight weekend to look back on. But it's certainly not a quiet one A huge night at hand And a celebratory atmosphere I hope Because Scotland have secured that playoff spot For the first time in a long time Hamden is sold out But there's still a bit of work to be done If we want a seeded playoff spot We need to do something against Denmark tonight We've got a brutal list of players Who are on a tightrope If they are booked this evening They would miss the playoff semi-final uh, So there's lots to consider there Scotland fans, what are you thinking? Are you on your way to the game? Pick up the phone Let us know Are you watching it in the house What would you do What would you do with the team Pretty much everyone All, all the main players Are on a disciplinary tightrope Would you leave them out Do you play them Do you let these things Take their course What, what would you do How would you get around that issue And what are you expecting tonight 01419511025 And of course As Hugh Keevan says uh, uh, An impact felt On Scottish football uh, forever you would imagine Due to the character of a man like Bertie Old Sad passing at the age of 83 Give us your tributes Your memories Everyone seems to have met him That's the type of man he is So I know a lot of you out there will have a, a personal story A recollection uh, Maybe some tributes, memories Whatever it may be 01419511025 And Rangers fans The small matter of you looking for a new manager Stephen Gerrard has now spoken as the Aston Villa boss What have you had to make Of what he was saying uh, Rangers have an interim Management team in place To hold the fort Until the new man arrives uh, Stephen Davis has been speaking On international duty As well Going to be a fascinating Few days on that front Hugh Evans. Yeah uh, Rumours abound Of course This is the Capital city of r- rumours uh, And all manner of rumours That uh, there's a big Plan for uh an announcement tomorrow at Ibrox But so far absolutely no official confirmation uh, I've heard everything from uh, The fact that Rangers representatives are in Holland tonight I've heard that there's a uh, extra police presence required outside Ibrox tomorrow I've heard everything But nothing official as yet 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's an important time going. I think it's important also to uh, obviously be due mm. diligent. You have to get the right man in. Uh, they've obviously interviewed a few over the weekend. My information is as well that they're, they're, they're kind of pursuing Van Bronckhurst. I think the reaction over the weekend, I think most Rangers fans would welcome that. I think he's a popular choice. Uh, and it's just a bit secure now. Now they've obviously named a few of the guys today. Uh, David McCallum, uh, young Brian Gilmore will be taking the the train along with Jermaine Defoe. So that's already taken care of. Half the players are still away in international mm-hmm. duty. So I'll be interested to see over if they can get it done over the 24, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So leading up to this uh, semi final on Sunday. It's just dawned on me how quickly football moves because we usually see you over the weekend, Alex Ray, and we didn't this weekend. Yes, so great. So the last time we spoke to you. Stephen Gerrard was the Rangers manager And we were at the very early stages of Nah he wouldn't take that would he And here we are seven days later So uh, yeah football moves on I think If you go back to this time last week I wasn't quite sure that he wouldn't take it Because of I I understand the lure of the English Premiership The the money that he will have to spend Will be astronomical in relation to its Scottish terms Uh, And it's an opportunity to go down there uh, and have that stepping stone onto Liverpool. Uh, whilst people gather their thoughts ahead of the Scotland game tonight, whether they figure out if they are confident or not, or somewhere in the middle, or uh, what they would do with the team, do you rest any of the suspended players? Do you just play them all and hope for the best? Gather your thoughts and share them, please. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What a strange, strange feeling to be in the last game of a qualification <laughs> campaign. And yeah, we, look, of course you want to see the spot, oh. but. There's, there's no real pressure It feels bizarre Hugh we've, we've done it in far too Comfortable a fashion Well You know I looked at the, the, the table In Group F And You know With six wins Yeah Two draws One defeat And that was a Thumping From Denmark But 2-0 yeah, without John McGinn They are 9 out of 9 uh, That's the problem for me tonight I, I I know that they'll try and play it down But I think Denmark want The perfect 10 mm. Uh, and we do have the problems that we face with bookings But I'll give you my answer to your question I leave no one out You are obliged to play the best you can You can't have Nathan Patterson because he's suspended But I think you're obliged Even if they're on a booking, doesn't matter Because this is an exercise in getting the points That get you a seeded place and a home tie at Hamden. There must be someone out there that disagrees with Hugh Keevans. There usually is. So 01419511025. What would you do tonight? Rest the potentially suspended players, play them, rest some of them, rest all of them. I don't know. You come up with the solution and let us know what you're thinking. Particularly if you're going to the game tonight, we'd be nice to hear from you. Or if you're watching from home, pick up that phone. But Hugh Keevans, I think to truly kick off the main body of the show, I think now you've got your introductions out the way. Bertiol deserves the opening section of this show, doesn't he? You said in your introductory remarks, Gordon, that everyone appears to have met him. I'll tell you why. I remember doing a dinner at which the Lisbon Lions were to be honoured. And at that time, all 11 were still alive. And there was a hospitality room before the dinner began. And all there gathered with wives and were getting ready to go down to meet the audience. Big Black tie dinner And uh, I counted One, two, three, four, five I said Where's Bertie? Uh, oh, where's me Jimmy? <laughs> uh, so I heard the voice from the back Billy McNeil Shuey Sort this out So I go down And I look for them In the hotel And there they are Surrounded by I would guess 200 Celtic fans Holding court <laughs> 
And I said, Bertie, you're supposed to save that for the dinner. You know, but he, he, he was drawn to people like a magnet. I went to Peterhead, Celtic played up there, and I went for Super Scoreboard. Scottish Cup tie at Peterhead. Now, pretty far away, Peterhead, but at the end of the game, after all the media work had been done, I'm conscious of uproarious laughter coming from the Peterhead Social Club. Now, open the door a little bit, and there's Bertie. Doing a bit of stand-up Impromptu stand-up So from Peterhead to Glasgow <laughs> City Centre Everyone had met him Because he loved people who drawn to people like a magnet Absolutely I want to share your memories, tributes, thoughts on the phone So let's dive straight in with Bill Who's a Celtic fan Such sad news last night, Bill, wasn't it? Yes, yes, terrible news um, <clears throat> He might have only been 5 foot 5 in height Bertie but he was an absolute giant and a legend at the same time. Remember that there were there were eleven players on the park for Celtic when they won the European Cup, and they were all came from within thirty miles of Glasgow. It's never been done by any British club. Never had all one national, one group of nationals in the in their team. They've all been. Scotsman or Welshman or Irishman somewhere in the team but Celtic and Bertie in particular he was an absolute magician on the park I remember one game in particular where the opposition weren't coming forward to try and take the ball and Bertie sat in the ball inviting them to come in and try and take the ball off him that's the type of person he was and despite his height he was also very, very good at defending his fellow players, in particular Jinky, when he came in for some absolute abuse from players. And one of the first people to go to his aid would be Bertie. Well, you remember, Bill, before Celtic Park was the ground it is today, they had that area known as the jungle. <laughs> and that's where the, the, the main Celtic support congregated. Bertie Auld played to the crowd in the jungle as if they were the audience at the London Palladium and they loved them for it. And before we get to Lisbon, Bill, you think back to that 1965 Scottish Cup final. Celtic had not won a trophy for eight years. Can you imagine that now? Eight years without a trophy? They played Dunfermline in the Scottish Cup final that everyone remembers that Billy McNeil scored the winning goal and I'd be the last man on the face of the earth to take any credit away from Billy McNeil. But Bertie scored two goals that day. The Fenland went one up, Bertie equalised. The Fenland went two one up, Bertie equalised. It was a one-man hold-on-to-this-game show from Bertie and then, of course, Billy scored the winner. And that was the beginning of the modern-day Celtic that afternoon. And Alex, he's been on this yeah. show many times in various uh, occasions over the years and I know you were incredibly fond of him as well. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, I love being in his company, Gordon. As a young boy, I used to... Frequent the barras uh, I was saying to Hugh earlier on I used to go down And enjoyed a pint of Guinness And we, there was a few Lisbon lines Who worked behind the bar There was uh, Bobby Lennox And uh, and Bertie uh, And it was just great To go in and chat to these guys Who would ask me what I was doing And how my football Was going down south And uh, I spent a, a Four and a half hours Going around Turnbury With him a couple of years ago He didn't actually play I was playing with his son Four and a half hours He went around the course Telling us where I was going wrong With every single shot I was looking at the afterwards going Come on me man you're killing me But the humour That he brought to that Four and a half hours Will long, uh, last long with me mate He was absolutely brilliant And uh, 
he was infectious. He was, you know, when every time you went into his company, he lit up the room. Oh. Uh, it'll be sadly missed because, you know, you, you think about what he'd done on the football pitch as well. Now, we're talking about him as an individual and as a character. You know, he won numerous titles for Celtic, Lisbon Lion Cups. He actually won the League Cup down in England as well. So when you factor all that yeah. into play, uh, it'd be sadly uh, my thoughts away his family definitely. absolutely thank you for sharing that Bill 01419511025 let's take Graham who is from Birmingham actually Graham how's it going hello there not too bad thank you you not too bad thank you Graham we don't get many calls from Birmingham is this the Bertie Old Birmingham link yeah that's right um, looked up your number today and it, I, I was quite saddened by the passing of Bertie a true gentleman um, and back in 1961, as a 10-year-old, when my uncle took me to St Andrews, my first footballing hero was Bertie Ald. And he had a couple of stories I'd like to share with you. Um, he was quite the comedian playing on the wing, and whenever we got a corner um, on his side of the pitch, he would go over and shake hands with the corner flag before he took the corner. <laughs> and then there was one particular instance when we were playing... Our rivals, Aston Villa, and Jeff Sidebottom, the Villa keeper, got concussed in a challenge in the penalty area. And he was out for some time, so when they eventually brought him round, you could tell he was groggy and it wasn't quite right. So when Bertie Ord went to take the corner, um, instead of delivering it into the box, he flicked it out for throwing to Villa. And in those days, both sets of supporters just rose to him because... That's the sort of guy he was. Um, and I think, as your previous caller said, he also, uh, the first trophy we ever won was the League Cup in 62-63, and he played in both games. So, just wanted to ring up and share those stories. Really appreciate you doing that, Graham. Fantastic to know that the the strength of the character, the size of the personality went across the border as well, Hugh. And I think what's struck me today is Graham remembers... Um, Bill remembers the player But you don't have to I mean, He's 83 years of age uh-huh. So many people who are speaking fondly today Do not remember Bertel playing football at all But he didn't have to Because the size of the character The strength of the personality The way he would light up a room yeah. mm-hmm. That is what allows him to Appeal to fans of all generations He loved the supporters He loved the ordinary man, woman and child uh, whether they supported Celtic or, or Rangers he, the, the banter he had with the Rangers supporters Was unbelievable I heard the story today That uh, he met uh, someone who was a Rangers supporter And Bertie said Would you like my autograph? He said my Rangers supporter He said well I won't write it And joined up writing them uh, You know he, he just did a, 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 a he, he, he just did a, a one liner for everyone You couldn't attend a function uh, without Bertie going to the people On the 50th anniversary of Lisbon He came in here Yeah, that's right, I remember We it. did a programme Now, uh, inevitably you get round to Comparing modern day players With the Lisbon Lions mm. the, the, the greatest side ever to represent the club And The, the question came up Would Henrik Larson have got a game for the Lisbon Lions? And Bertie said Oh yeah, yeah, yeah He said Ronnie Simpson and goal Larson, Gemmell, Murder <laughs> Now, the one that he's left out of course Is Jim Craig yeah. The man who was standing beside him <laughs> doing the programme Was Jim Craig Thank you Jim well, do you know, the, the one that he tells in the in the tunnel With John Craig They were asking about the bonus money He says, hey, what are you on the day? We man, he went three quid 
and he returns to Greg what you only went six he went but at least I'm guaranteed yeah. a bonus I thought it was brilliant and that, that's typically him in the, in the tunnel tremendous yeah I mean I think it speaks volumes that Graham went out of his way to look up yeah. our number and, and try and come on here and, and share the, the memory so thank you Graham I really appreciate you doing that let's do one more from Alex uh, in Sandy Hills Alex what are your memories tributes were you ever fortunate enough to meet the man or is it a, a playing memory you have playing memories Hugh had a wee while ago there Obviously at that time We got the Scottish Cup Hugh in 1965 And everybody talks about Big Bully's uh, winner But it was better to score the two equalisers you know And that was our first trophy For I don't know many years And then we just took it for there And it was a You think about it now you know In that time people talk about nine in a row And all the rest of it But but that team did Especially in 67 When? That's well in front of all you can Things you know it'll never be cold. When Graham called in from Birmingham, my first thought, Alex, was yep. that um, Celtic hadn't won a trophy f- uh, since 1957 when they beat Rangers in the League Cup final, and they knew that when Yorkstein took over the club, the, the, there had to be another magical ingredient there. The, 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 those unbelievable players, the Bobby Murdochs, the Jimmy Johnsons, Billy McNeil, Tommy Gemmell, they were all there. But bringing Bertie back from Birmingham was really central to to what took place because he, he had this immediate impact, uh, and astonishingly, he only got three Scotland caps, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what a player! The love he had for the club was unbelievable, and thereafter, as a manager at Hibs, at Partick Thistle, at Hamilton, Dumbarton, everywhere he went, you know, the, the stories are legion. Uh, and that's because in your lifetime you're you're very fortunate if you meet someone like Bertie Old because it's a lifelong impression that he leaves on you. Yeah, listen, I concur. I th- absolutely. As I said to you, Gordon, earlier on, as a young guy, you know, you get to meet these guys and you actually put yourself. You think these guys have won the European Cup and the humility, and he was just down to earth every time you met him. How are you, son? Everything okay? How's the football and all that? And, I just found him a really great guy to be around about. It's, it's such a loss to everyone because of that kind of attitude because he related to everybody. And for me, um, that is a unique quality. And I think that's one of the things that coming across by everybody that's talking about him at the moment. Absolutely. Thank you to Alex on the line 01419511025. Some really nice tributes and memories coming in. So keep them coming. It's also a huge mm. night for Scotland. And we will give you the Scotland team after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here. It's 0141-951-1025. Lots of nice tributes coming in after the sad passing of the late great Bertie Auld over the weekend. I'm sure we'll get more time for them. It's also a huge night for Scotland as well. Scotland against Denmark, the final Qualifying game Group F for Qatar 2022 We're already in the playoffs Guaranteed But we do have a chance To improve our Position within those playoffs And we've got a a team A breaking team from Hamden Andrew McLean The big question We've got so many players Who are one Booking away from suspension Has Stevie Clark rested anyone? He hasn't, no. Five of those players who are one booking away from a suspension start tonight, but there's no Lyndon Dykes in the squad whatsoever. He was rated 50-50 by Steve Clark, but hasn't even made the bench tonight. Dropping out, Nathan Patterson, who of course is suspended. Jack Hendry and Stuart Armstrong also dropping out. In comes Stephen O'Donnell, John Souter 
for his first Scotland appearance in a long, long time and Ryan Christie as well. So it'll be Craig Gordon in goals for Scotland tonight. The back three, John Souter, Liam Cooper and Kieran Tierney. Stephen O'Donnell and Andy Robertson as the wing-backs with McGinn, Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmore, the midfield three. Ryan Christie just off of Shea Adams. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Clark, Ralston, Porteous, McKenna, Ferguson, Turnbull, McLean, Brown and Nisbet. And out of that starting lineup, the players that are one booking away from a suspension, Stephen O'Donnell, John McGinn, Billy Gilmore, Andy Robertson and Shea Adams. Oh, what? Do not like the sound of that list at all, Hugh Keevans. Oh, no. Please tell me we're not going to do a typical Scottish thing of getting there, getting to the playoffs and be without Gilmore, McGinn and Adam. Oh, it doesn't bear thinking about. No, it doesn't, but I... I, I I'm going to think positively uh, I think Friday was a, an exhilarating uh, game From Scotland's perspective uh, Steve Clark has done uh, the, the best job he can In terms of team selection Given that he's been hampered tonight By injury and suspension uh, I like the look of that team uh, I think we'll take the game to Denmark And uh, they will take the game right back to us Because they are the form side and then some But uh, I like that I think it's a great match in prospect and Andrew, remind us of the situation. It, it has moving parts. What do we need tonight? What do we know that, that we might need to get a seeding in the playoffs? Yeah, it can be complicated, but it's it's simple in the way that if we beat the Danes tonight, we secure a seeding. Not that simple, though, because they've yet to drop a point in this group and have only conceded one goal as well. A draw means it's still possible, but we'll need to wait for tomorrow night's results to see what our fate is. Essentially, Wales would need to equal our result. They play a bit against Belgium, though, so they'd need to pull a big result out. So a draw stands us still with a decent enough chance, a loss. We will have a slim to none chance, really, of getting a seeding. So when, very good chance, well, when we've got the seeding draw, there's still a decent chance. Defeat, probably no chance. Interesting, Alex Ray. Very interesting. What are you thinking? Well, you said at the top of the programme, uh, would they rest anyone? Would they potentially take out McGinn or Billy Gilmore? Not a chance. This is such a big uh, game for Steve Clark's men. They have to get a positive result because of what's at stake. You want a home game. You imagine the Tartan Army going into a playoff. Uh, it would be incredible. Uh, Ross is from Drumchapel. Uh, are you going to the game tonight, Ross? Um, yeah. What are you expecting? A win? Uh, I would like on But I'd be happy enough With a draw Yeah it's going to be interesting That I mean We will have to wait Till tomorrow A draw gives us a A, a decent chance still oh. of, of, um, of the seeding But we would need to wait Until tomorrow What do you think of that team Ross There's so many players Who could be suspended For the playoff If they are booked tonight Is that the right call From Stevie Clark To just go with it And see what happens I think The strongest area Of the park In midfield With Valley Gilmore and McGregor mm-hmm. again, just playing through the middle. Yeah, there's a lot to like about that midfield at the moment, Hugh. Yeah. Don't even start me on what it might look like if two of them get those bookings. But yeah, for tonight and in the last, well, a good few games now, that's been it picks itself. All three can look back on Friday night uh, with pride because they they more than did their part uh, in the Moldova. And I like us going into the game on the back of a bit of positivity, uh, a good win, the, the goalkeeper having saved a penalty and looking so assured. Everything about us I like. Obviously, Nathan Patterson would have been, and I'm not being disrespectful to Steve McDonald, but after his performance in Moldova, Nathan Patterson would have been terrific for us tonight. But unfortunately, he got himself mm. booked and he can't be there. Uh, but 
We're going in there and let's be honest, you're playing nine out of nine Denmark. Yeah. One goal lost in nine matches. And how they lost a goal to the Faroe Islands is beyond understanding. But they must start the favourites tonight if we are being perfectly honest with ourselves. Alex, as a former player and one who is partial to the odd yellow card here and there, <laughs> uh, what do you make of that situation? How does that affect these players involved Because like we yeah. said The list is Eye-watering You're talking John McGinn Billy Gilmore Shea Adams What was the other name that know, Stephen well, yeah. One more uh, For tonight It's Andy Robertson In yeah. fact it wasn't The yeah. captain The Champions League winning captain yeah. how, how do you navigate a game like that? I think you've just got to go about your business Gordon I don't think you can have it in the back of your mind You have to, to you know, put the brakes on Get any tackles Otherwise you, you, you leave yourself uh, The potential of getting in late to a tackle So For me you just go about it If you pick up a booking Then so be it But I think you have to tread carefully due to the fact, you know, we can't afford to lose because they are big players. You've obviously got Andy Robertson, McGinn, two key players, Shea Adams, you know, Gilmore, uh, Gilmore as well. So they've all played a big part in these mm -hmm. uh, previous nine games. Uh, thank you, Ross. Enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully we get the result to add that uh, winning touch to your evening. Let's bring in Andy on the line and see what he thinks. What about this yellow card business, Andy? Hi, hi guys. Uh, first of all, sorry to be a bit better. Really Absolutely. Happy to hear that. I no, I'm just reading I've seen the producers there. They're talking about they might think about no, wrapping wrapping this no, wrapping the card up for the mm -hmm. after this game and start this scratch again because I'm just reading a few of the boys were reading uh, right now saying it's it's a bit ridiculous, you know what I mean, that all these many games and all these yellow cards. But uh, I, I agree with the boys, we can't be uh, going to the game and thinking, well, if I got a care to, I'm going to miss out. So it's going to be a hard one because I think a draw would be good. A win would be brilliant tonight. It's going to be hard, but this yellow card, I think they need to look at it and say, okay, after this game, everybody's back to scratch again. Yeah, look, I, I know there is a, the classic, it affects my team, so now I'm angry about it vibes to this, Alex. Yeah. You know, I, I do accept that, but I'd love to hear the rationale, right, behind. So we've played nine already. Yes. We've gone to game 10 tonight. We then need to play two more. Uh, that arithmetic's pretty simple even for me 12 games to get to the Euros 12 international matches And if you get booked twice You miss a game yeah. I can't even begin to imagine Anyone out there who who thinks that's a good idea Maybe I'm wrong, am I missing no. something? No, not at all And you made a very valid point uh, Because two bookings uh, And potentially 12 games is is very difficult And it, and it in some ways, you know, if that's your type of game, if you're a midfielder, you're getting about people, if you're an aggressive defender, then you've no chance. You've no chance, Gordon. So you, then you go into Bear there. in mind what you can get booked for nowadays uh, as well. Absolutely. You know, you don't even have to touch anybody, shrug a, a bluster, a wind. Some of these guys are going down. So uh, I have sympathy, sympathy with uh, the players who are currently on this because... I wouldn't like to begin in there Knowing was still at stake yep. You know And then you've obviously got The rewards of getting to the big one To be fair Sorry Hugh Just on Andy's direct point They, they may well look at it In the future It's not They're not going to change it now You can't change something yeah. like that Mid campaign And although my, I think my understanding is Although it's a UEFA uh, Path You know to the World Cup Because it's the World Cup It's a FIFA rule And, and they would have to change it At a more appropriate Junction yeah, uh, what we have now is the basis for debate um, It's up to the SFA It's not up to Stevie Clark He can make his uh, mm. feelings known to the SFA But the SFA must uh, take it to UEFA uh, Start the ball rolling there uh, But it's too late for this campaign um, it, it, You're right, it does seem unfair That two bookings yeah. over 12 games Which is, you know, 
A third of our season here in the, in well, the, the Premiership Bear in mind though as well The way the calendar works So two bookings a year apart Could make you miss the playoff final yeah. A year I mean Just just let me whinge about this A little bit oh, longer right? Andy Robertson right Do you remember what his booking was for? Don't worry it's not on Beat the Pundit Kicking a ball away It was against Israel With the whole VAR thing Remember Lyndon Dykes? Yeah So it was, it's for dissent for an incident that actually then got overturned and went in our favour, and he gets booked for that. That booking still stands, even although you know the initial decision was wrong, and, and it gets over. Had his booking been for the challenge that gets overturned, you know that would get taken away. But I'm sure I'm right in saying that that was for that incident, which then gets overturned, and you realize, <laughs> he, he can miss you, the final. You realise you are tempting fate to a ridiculous degree here, where Andy Robertson's concerned tonight if he gets booked. Before we go off here It's your fault oh, no, I don't know about that I think um, It's you that usually puts that sort of uh, Jinx on people But yeah like Clearly very difficult D- Do we have to accept Andy That someone is going to fall into that trap Is it is it naive to believe That every single one of them Can come through tonight unscathed Oh no I think I like said that Sometimes you can get a dodgy handball You know And You get booked for it uh, I, I know no, Definitely there's going to be players getting booked uh, But you seen the candidate the candidate send it after this game they'll have to wait till after the, the, the next game or yeah. something like that. yeah I just don't think there's any mechanism to do it mid-campaign um, there's no chance none whatsoever no. uh, you, you know you begin a competition with the, the rules in place and everyone knows the rules yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think our bookings uh, have been so plentiful that Steve Clark's eventually cracked and drawn attention to the unfairness of it all uh, but it will not be changed. The the road to Qatar will be gone down using these rules. Stevie God, Clark. sorry, there'll be other nations out there sure. who'll have the same discussion mm-hmm. tonight. Going, oh, so and so's out, knowing that fine well that yeah. they're potentially going to go into a playoff. What do you make of the way Stevie Clark's handled this then? Because he has obviously, you know, he's gone for it. He's not left any yeah. of them out. Because you follow the logic. Some might escape it tonight But then we have to prepare ourselves Even down the line You might If it goes well for us Well we're, we're going to be in the playoffs anyway You might get booked in the playoff semi-final And, and you miss the final on. So Does that Is that when it becomes too confusing You can't sort of second guess that You just deal with The here, here and now is your priority Yeah with, without a doubt Gordon, You might even get to a position Down the line where someone Maybe carrying an injury Might not be available So The importance is all here and now Steve Clark will be focusing on this If they can get a positive result Because I'm like sure See when you actually look at the campaign Six wins, two draws And the defeat over over in Mm -hmm. Denmark And Denmark's coasted it I just think, you know It's been a very good campaign And you'd want to go into this playoff game uh, Having Mm -hmm. beaten uh, the top seed Andy, what do you make of that team tonight? A bit of a blow No Lyndon Dykes anywhere in the squad Jack Henry's dropped out the squad Scott McTominay as well Um, What do you make of it? Ah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's still a, a good, strong squad, you know what I mean? I'm really, really happy with the squad with Taylor Robertson and Gilmer on. Aye, but see, the, see, the other thing, see, we did get through, you've got these three players, you've got Patterson, Dykes, McTominay, could come back to fill in, you know, for the next game. So, Absolutely. that's three players, so I'm hoping that, well, I'm hoping they didn't get booked, but that's three good, cracking players I've got that could come in for the yeah. next game. No, it's a fair point, Alex, are we now... Does that show the, the sort of strength that we have That like I said we've qualified yeah. For the playoffs With a game to spare And no one is Overly bothered At not having Lyndon Dykes And Scott McTominay And Jack Hendry And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way I mean that we've got other guys in there Who 
People are happy to see given a chance Yeah uh, And I think the interesting one That kind of jumped out at me As the teams come in tonight Was Suter Because I remember uh, mm-hmm. Robbie Nielsen's gone I'm delighted he's not in the squad It gives you us a chance To kind of have him for the weekend And here we find mm-hmm. him In at one of the biggest games Now he's already got a Scottish cap uh, Scottish caps as well Gordon So he'll be familiar With the surroundings I'm looking forward to seeing him tonight uh, So he's come in for Henry You've got Adams who, as I said, I think they got the goal, the construction of the goal on Friday was brilliant. Mm. He got off the mark. So I'm quite happy what he's bringing to the table as well. And then McTominay can fill in various positions. But when you look at the, the quality we've got in the middle of the park as well at the moment, you know, you've got Billy Gilmore, the emergence of him. Callum McGregor's sensational. And then obviously at the back, you've got various people who can cover. And a young Porte's come into the reckoning as well today as, as a stand-in. What do you lot think? 0141-951-1025. Thoughts on the game, the team, the bookings, Bertie Old tributes. I would be delighted to keep hearing as many of them as possible because there are so many good stories out there. So whatever it is on your mind, now is a good time to share it. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are in the building It's 0141-951-1025 Whether you want to pay tributes Share your memories, your stories Of the late great Bertie Auld Or you want to look ahead to Scotland, Denmark Now is the time to pick up that phone Let's see if we can go back To Hamden actually uh, And see if Andrew McLean Is still there Andrew in terms of Denmark They are going for Pretty much a perfect group 10 wins out of 10 Have they Got a strong looking side Out this evening? Yeah they do have A strong looking side Of course Casper Schmeichel Many people will know him A famous dad of course But a, a fantastic player In his own right At Leicester He starts in goal For them tonight Simon Kier Is at centre back Who plays for AC Milan There's Yannick Vestergaard In there as well, who's also at Leicester. There's there's a whole host of talent in that Norway team. Uh, Brun Larsen and Skov Olsen are, are really quick, tricky wingers. Andreas Cornelius is a player some may remember from a short stint that he had uh, with uh, Cardiff City in the Premier League. Daniel Vass has been a very good player in La Liga as well over the years. So there is a lot of quality in that side. I know that Steve Clark said that the Danes would be going all out. They want to get that perfect record and it certainly looks as if they're going for it tonight. They're not letting up. They've got a very strong team out for this one. And also an interesting point as well, Anders Dreyer, who some may remember who had a loan spell at St Mirren a few years ago. He's on the bench for Denmark tonight, so he's certainly uh, not had a bad career since his uh, loan spell at St Mirren ended. Yeah, springboard to success, a time in Paisley. Wasn't you that had him on loan, was it? No, no, no. no, no. After your time. Uh, £500 a week doesn't uh, secure it, I'm afraid. <laughs> the record speaks for itself, doesn't it? Yeah. In those nine games, well, we know they lost one goal to the Faroe Islands, but they've scored 30. So there's, they, they average better than three a game in this group. Yeah, they've been absolutely <laughs> flying, Alex. And in yes. that respect, defeat tonight, there would be no disgrace in that. We would finish second anyway behind a relentless Denmark team. That's just not how football works. You want to go and try and... And get something But possibly There's a room for a bit of perspective well, Yeah without doubt And you have to uh, Acknowledge and respect What the Danes uh, Bring to the table Gordon who's obviously mentioned Some good players there uh, AC Milan uh, Vestergaard You know you were saying That he was an absolute man mountain In the press conference You know so they're going to have to Be conscious of him at set plays But they're technically very good Very workmanlike as well So A bit tough night for Scotland Gordon But on the back of As you said It's almost like a free hit In some ways Because you don't have to Nick a win uh, to try and get a playoff It's already secured The players can go out with confidence And try and take them on yeah. Because you know What have you got to lose right, Let's bring in Craig From East Kilbride And see what he makes of that Tonight Craig Take it away Hi there Can you hear me What are you loud and clear Hi there Hi Alex How you doing Hi you Hello. Hope, 
hope you're all well. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, but as you know, my point was just uh, Anthony Ralston. Um, he's not been mentioned tonight for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Um, obviously, Nathan Patterson's out there now, do you know what I mean? And uh, He's playing for... Uh, obviously, Celtic, have, they've got the best defence in the... Uh, the 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 country now, do you know what I mean? So I was just wondering what your thoughts are about about him getting mm. a him getting a start than it would be. Well, the recognition for Anthony came with being called up to the squad. I think you know, in fairness to Stephen O'Donnell, uh, you you know we've played nine games in this Group F. Anthony, um, when we started this campaign, was so far out the picture at Celtic. It wasn't true. He has done himself an immense favour. Uh, by the commitment, character and attitude that he has shown since Ange Postacoglu became Celtic's manager. But tonight was never going to be the night for Anthony. Recognition was in getting into the squad. Tonight was never going to be the night that he made his debut because, in fairness to those like O'Donnell, they've been all the way through the campaign. They deserve to be uppermost in the manager's thoughts and also they have... A level of experience at full international level, which Anthony does not have yet. I think it's. Mm. Do you think there's an understandable part of this, Craig? But as good as Anthony Ralston's been, because he's only been in the squad one day. So if you're Stevie Clark, you've got a choice between playing a defender that's had one day to learn your system, or someone that's had, I don't know, a couple of years to learn your system. Yeah, well, he's he's got experience in Europe too, so. I think that's got to come into the equation. He's got experience in big games well, in the past. The, the past mm-hmm. little while there, he's, yeah, he does. You know, I mean, he's he, he's got he's got he's got good experience here. So, so um, obviously, last year I've been there when they've been making this phone call. But I think he's got number of goals and number of assists for Celtic at the moment. Um, so I just think he should be brought into the equation. The way he's uh, re-energized his career is incredible. And it is to his immense credit But tonight was never going to be the night It just wasn't You know, he's done well for Celtic uh, In terms of the goals and the assists that you mentioned He's having a terrific season He's got an extension to his contract He has brought himself back to the forefront as a Celtic player When at one time The likelihood appeared to be that he would be an ex-Celtic player So... All credit to Anthony Ralston But tonight was never going to be the night for him I think potentially you may well have thrown him in Gordon We we touched on this when Patterson in the summer mm-hmm. uh, Got put into the Scotland squad And people saying he hasn't played a lot of football uh, And then obviously Stephen O'Donnell was chosen for him I, I think he brings more going forward mm-hmm. I think he's got better quality in the, the forward area I think what Hugh's saying though is Is that the debate? You know, Is it just the, the likelihood of it? It usually takes something special for someone to get called up The day before Sure and start the game ahead of someone who's who's been no, there, no, you know, regardless I've, really God, of, of I, who I they. Under, I understand Hugh's point totally. Uh, if you're trying to chase a game tonight, uh, if you're chasing a Great game, option, yeah. then you can obviously bring him off the bench. So listen, I, I take on uh, both uh, sides of it. For me, I just think he is in better form than uh, O'Donnell at the moment. And when you look at the four goals, he, Craig mentioned some of the European games he scored against Betis. He's played recently against Ferenc Varos. So he's got the experience to have actually, even though it was only one day, mm-hmm. to come in and make an impact, I think. Uh, well, it's going to be interesting. Perhaps it will be a Scotland debut for Anthony Ralston a bit later on. Thank you to Craig and East Kilbride. Let's go to another Craig on the line and see what he thinks. Hi, Craig. Hi, uh, Gordon Alex. How are you doing? Good, thank Good. you. Good. 
Um, I, I, well, first and foremost, before I make my point, I just want to extend my condolences uh, on the passing of Bertie Old. I know he played for Celtic, but to me that doesn't matter. He's he's a legend of the game, and uh, you know, I just pass on my condolences to his, his family and his, his friends and loved ones. Yeah, uh, thanks, Craig. Thank you. Um, in terms of tonight, look, I've got to be honest with you guys. It'd be great to be seated, close with. You want to get that home tie. I don't actually think it's the be all and end all though, because I think when you look at the teams we could draw, whether we're seeded or not, they're all going to be pretty tough games. You know, we could win tonight and in typical Scotland fashion end up getting drawn against Portugal, for example, because they're going to be an unseeded uh, side by all accounts. You know, you've got other teams that like they'll be unseeded as well, potentially a Poland, Wales could be unseeded. You know, these are games that I don't think it matters whether you're playing them home or away. They're going to be incredibly difficult games. Either way, obviously, in an ideal world, you want to be seen, but I'm not sure just because of the calibre of teams, it's going to matter that much. So for me, I think it's it, it takes it's not as pressurised as it maybe otherwise would be because we've nothing to lose. So in that respect, I do think I would like to see us just go out and have a right go at, at Denmark. Um, I, I worry that because we've put Stephen O'Donnell in, that's not what we're going to do because he's a more defensive-minded kind of right-back than, than obviously Patterson who suspended or Ralston if he had been flung in there. Um, so uh, we kind of got there and obviously just leave the door wide open and get bet five or six now. But I just think, what have we got to lose by? Just really go for it. Have a go. If you win, great. If you don't, I'm not sure it makes a, a great deal of odds anyway with the calibre of team will play because I, mean, I just to have a full squad yeah, than it is to be at home. It depends you I mean it oh. can I think I think the players The management They would they would love it to be at home Yeah I sold out hand And it feels like that Would go in our favour um, Granted we went away to Serbia But it was in an empty stadium Yeah um, What conference can they take from that So <laughs> I think the first point to be made Stevie Clark Would only send out a side to have a go He, he would never Think You know Try and play for a draw no, I, don't th- I don't think that's what Craig made Just in terms of a bit more attacking That sort of all out attacking Yeah but I think That's the Steve Clark uh, Way of looking at This game tonight I think he wants to uh, Get The kudos That would come With a, a A win over Denmark He's got a full house At Hamden They'll be driving The team on And if he can get Any slight advantage If a home tie At Hamden uh, Is a slight advantage If you can call it such That's what he wants Therefore Tonight It will be Without being daft about it It will be Taking the game As best we can mm. To Denmark I don't quite subscribe to The, the away fixtures That Craig said And I don't think it much of a difference For me You want to play at home You know You've got your home crowd Your home comforts uh, And I think that can actually Make a difference uh, Because, But the thing is When you look at the actual Current squad There's a real confidence uh, Brimming through this This lot Gordon When you I look at the the young guys that have come into the team, that's Ralston just in, Patterson's coming in, Gilmore as well. And you you look at how important guys like McGinn are, and we talk about that yellow card. For me, uh, he would be a nightmare if you lost him tonight because of what he brings to the table. So I just think the squad's in a good place. There seems to be like a club mentality there. They look hungry and they're confident. Yeah. So if you can get a home win on the back of that, then it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I think Portugal are seeded, Russia are seeded. Um, there are a few, obviously, are in those Positions TBC Depending on sure. 
on what happened So it's, it's going to be a few moving parts over tonight and tomorrow So we'll wait and see Craig, thank you very much It takes us up to time for this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Come on then, let's kick off a new week With a Beat the Pundit victory for the listeners I'm all on board, team listener Tonight let's do it 01419511025 If you call before 7 o'clock It could be you up against Hugh Keevans Or Alex Ray in your chance to beat the pundit Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray Scotland against Denmark in 40 minutes time A night of tributes to Bertie Auld It is all happening on Clyde One Super Scoreboard So keep your calls coming in on 01419511025 Or you can tweet us your kindest regards At Clyde SSB Let's do this before we go any further Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, beat the pundit time Hugh or Alex will be up against Peter Who is somewhere en route to Hamden tonight Peter, is that correct? That's correct, yeah Nice one there. Looking forward to it Aye, it'll be good It's uh, the wee man's first game So oh, Brilliant good. A sellout Hamden For your first game Knowing that you're going to the World Cup playoff Hugh, some people are spoiled rotten Peter, are you in a car Or a train Or a bus I, I can't stand the thought Of losing to a man Who's sitting on a bus <laughs> uh, No, I'm sitting in a van <laughs> There we go That's, that, you, would take, you must have had some lifts Off van drivers And over the You take a lift off anyone Don't you? Oh, absolutely Yeah, I can, I can just imagine you um, Peter What are you thinking about tonight In terms of the game? I must feel like a, It's a strange one, isn't it? It's, you know, we've, we've done it We've got to the playoffs But there's still that Bonus extra step That we can take I think, I think just with the loss of Alec Parson, um it's it's going to be a hard one. But I think with the midfield that we've got, if, I think we can probably get something out of it. I like to think so. And I'll tell you what, if we do, then you can certainly take your son back. He will be the lucky charm. Uh, right, I'm going to toss the coin heads. It will be Hugh Keevans. Tails, it will be Alex Ray, who plays against Peter in the van near Hamden. Uh, let's see what we've got. We've got a tails, Alex Ray. It's you up against Peter. So let's give Alex something else to distract him. I'll put 30 seconds on the clock, Peter. Just answer as many questions right as you can. And if you don't know, pass quickly and we will move on, okay? Okay. Right, let's go. 30 seconds starting now. Who's the only player suspended for Scotland tonight? A. Uh, oh. And Patterson John Gadetti, Dion Dublin, Harold Bratback All wore which number for Celtic? Uh, seven Who managed more games for Rangers, Souness or McLeish? Uh, McLeish Cammy Kerr is the joint longest serving player for which Scottish top flight side? Uh, pass. Name the only Scotsman to win a Ballon d'Or Kenny uh, Lewis Okay, let's bring... Alex back Alex can you hear us Yeah I can That was brilliant wasn't it Shug Bit of blondie Happy with that are you oh, Up your street right Okay 30 seconds Starting now Who's the only player Suspended for Scotland tonight Eh uh, Pass John Gadetti Dion Dublin And Harold Bratback All wore which number For Celtic Nine Who managed more games For Rangers Souness or McLeish McLeish Cammy Kerr Is the joint longest serving player For which Scottish top Dundee. flight team Who's the only Scotsman to win a Ballon d'Or? Dennis Law 
Who was appointed as the manager of Dunfermline last week? Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't even laugh halfway through. I'm Yogi. Did you just call him Yogi Bear? <laughs> you did. Say, I, I you didn't say bear. Producer Callum, I, I heard. Want, I want this back. I heard the <laughs> beginnings of the word bear. Yes, but bear never came out. Yogi. Yogi. Bear. <laughs> oh dear, Peter, how was that? I think he might have got me. I think Yogi oh, yeah. Bear won it. Do you yeah. know what, Peter? I've done. I've done so many Yogi. of these. I can. All, I can sense it through the phone. You knew fine well that first one, but it was first question nerves, wasn't it? I, I just I was trying to think Going through the whole team It's like Who is it again? And then it took you A little while to catch up And then you know But actually You, you got there with that one In the end The only player suspended For tonight's Nathan Patterson Oh so is that We've only been speaking about yeah, it For no, the last no. hour Peter even so mentioned them uh, So Peter goes 1-0 up But you equalised Number 9 for Gadetti Dublin Wow And Brat back Who managed more games For Rangers Soonis or McLeish You both went McLeish You were both wrong uh, narrowly Soonis. I think there's about 20 in it um, Graham Soonis Just ah, in question. front Is it? Cami uh, Kerr is the joint Longest serving player For Dundee So Alex goes One in front The only Scotsman To win a Ballon d'Or Hugh Stevie Archibald No 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 It was One of you went for Dalgleish One went for Law And it was Dennis Law Alex Ray He wraps it up Peter I'm not for a second Giving him Yogi Bear He can forget that There is not a chance He's getting Yogi Bear I've won the game And he's still not getting He's still beating you By 3-1 to Peter Hard lines Enjoy the game mate You and your boy Yeah enjoy it What's your son's name Peter? It's Brady Brady and Peter Enjoy the match Hopefully you get a win As well That was Peter and Brady off to the game Scotland against Denmark at Hamden tonight A victory for Alex Ray On Beat the Pundit as well I needed it as well You was catching up Were you struggling? Were you in a bad run of form? Mixed Mixed bag Inconsistent No no I've had a couple of fours And uh, unfortunately the guys have had fives Yeah the standard's been good recently 01419511025 Do you want to talk Scotland? Can we win tonight? Can we get that seeded spot? What about all of these players The likes of Robertson McGinn Gilmore Adams If they're booked tonight They miss the playoff semi-final What do you make of that? And Bertie Old Sad sad news over the weekend Passing away At the age of 83 One of Scottish football's Ultimate characters Obviously a legendary player As well for what he and his teammates achieved In 1967 But the the man The personality The character uh, Is what has led to so many great stories Being shared on social media And on the phones today So let's do another One of them with Frank Who's on the line It really is just sad news Frank isn't it Such a, a huge personality yeah, it is. Uh, as even to you all guys, hope you're all well. Um, <clears throat> I think it's obviously in the back of a, a, another bit of sad news a couple of weeks ago. Another legend passed away and two so close together. Um, it is a massive loss for, for Scottish football. But I think we've heard so many uplifting stories, both for Walter when he passed away and then uh, Bertie um, in the last 24 hours. I've got my own story, which you'll love with me. Um, the rest of my life So I was taking the, the family up to Celtic Park A few years ago And we'd done the, the stadium tour And it was the day before A European match And um, we, We'd just come out of the dressing room part And just before you do that you, You're ready to walk down the tunnel And who walks up um, Very old and Celtic blazer Proud as punch And he kind of clocked my, my, my son uh, my son Patrick's got Down syndrome um, and he kind of shouted him over and he says, come here wee man. 
and uh, Patrick went over beside Bertie and he says, do you know what? He says, um, I'm one of the lucky ones because I got to play for this club that you love and everybody here loves. And um, I want you just to remember that, that we're the lucky ones that go on the pitch because uh, we're like Glasgow Celtic. And then the next minute, he just turned around to my son Patrick and started singing the grand old team. And some of the people that were on the tour were um, farmers just getting to that. And they were all amazed at who Betty was and what he was doing. And it was just brilliant that he'd done that with my son Patrick. I got the photo taken with him and Bertie on the day as well. And I posted that on Twitter. But it just speaks volumes of the man. He was there doing his ambassador role, prepping for the European game the next day. And he took time out to meet the tour, pulled my son aside and started singing mm. a song. And... You can imagine the reaction of my young son. It just made his day, and he was like, his eyes just lit up. Like he's standing there with Bertie Vold singing this, the Grand Old Team while he's doing a tour. It was brilliant. And what, what did that mean to you, Frank, to witness that? Well, yeah, it probably meant well to me because I was taking in because Bertie is a hero. I, I, I'm not, thankfully, young <laughs> old enough that I never seen him play, but I regret the fact that I never. But my dad speaks volumes of him all the time. He's got lots of great memories, but. As a Celtic ambassador and a legend from the Lisbon Line team, to witness Bertie just taking time out to pull my son aside and do that speaks volumes of him. And um, <clears throat> yeah, he was a true, true gentleman, a true legend. Um, and yeah, there's there's many people like that, but unfortunately, we're losing too many of these legends of Scottish football. But um, it was brilliant. We don't discuss people as human beings. We discuss them as footballers and what they. The heights that they scaled and so on and so forth But Bertie, an honest to goodness, good human being uh, And he, I think, would understand that supporters uh, can go to Celtic Park week in, week out But when you see the whole thing through the eyes of a child, it's different I took one of my grandsons on that tour And to see it all because the, the gentleman who was doing the tour said to me, but you must have seen everything in here. And I said, not through the eyes of a child. And my grandson, like Patrick, uh, was seeing Celtic through the eyes of a child, and that's important. And Bertie, being the human being that he was, would recognise that straight away and take care of Patrick as people took care of my grandson that day at Celtic Park. That was a brilliant story Thanks yeah, for sharing that Frank That was brilliant uh, Does the Hugh Keevans bottle of brandy That gets brought out In the post-match press conferences Across the 90s Does that feature on the tour Or is that hidden away For no, 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 special no, no. occasions It's in the, the, the cardboard container It was always in Right okay Just wondering um, Yeah brilliant Frank Thank you for sharing that Really really nice story Really nice I, that, that was touching for us To listen to So I can only imagine What it meant to you uh, And your son So thanks again For taking the time And, and Hugh I think clearly, you know, we're spotting a real theme here. Mm-hmm. The sixty-seven, the the footballing achievements, it, it, those speak for themselves. They are incredible. They'll never be matched. Yeah. But Bertil was f- over fifty years older than I am. Uh-huh. I don't really know any f- footballers that are fifty years older than I am, or, or certainly haven't met many or, or, or engaged with many. But, but this is a guy who, until until very recently, you know. We, Managed to stay really relevant Among Scottish football fans Just due to that warmth of personality Being the life and soul of Any party And Young people And even people younger than me Felt like They had a Connection A, a connection with them 
uh, you, you know, you should watch Bertie going around uh, Celtic Park uh, uh, as one of the, the former players who do the, the meet and greet with the supporters. Now, on any given night at Celtic Park, if the floodlights had suddenly failed, you could have put Bertie out in the middle of the park. He would have illuminated the ground, the entire ground and the stands and the, the corporate boxes. Uh, he, from the moment he stepped out of the car, people were drawn to him. He was drawn to them. They, they shared their mutual appreciation of the club and people were thrilled to meet him because they knew... They would walk away feeling better than they had done before they met Bertie. People like that are worth their weight in gold. When did the ten thirty nickname start? Was that is that just something that sort of grew, yeah, over time? Or do you know? I was just thinking today about the the four survivors in the Lisbon Lions: Willie Wallace, Wispy, Bobby Lennox, Wee Lemon, Jim Craig, Kearney, John Clark, Luggy. Uh, Nicknames were a big thing then (laughs) Big Billy was Caesar Uh, And on and on it went Uh, And 10.30 It it just seemed so right for Bertie Uh, You know from Panmuir Street and Maryhill Glaswegian through and through uh, And he just thrived on it Let's bring in Brendan Who's a Celtic fan What jumps out for you Brendan? Memories, uh, tributes Perhaps been lucky enough to meet the man over the years yeah, I was. I've met him a few times actually, um, but one that sort of sticks out in my mind was uh, about fifteen, sixteen years ago. I was very, very fortunate where I was um, involved in one of these play in the park hospitality days at Parkhead, um, and we were there for about six hours. And there's a game in between, and you've got the the pre-match stuff before it, and uh, some food after it, and whatnot. And Bertie was was the the team manager for for the team I was playing in. Um, my mum and dad were in the stand so my mum and dad were in the stand so you know he took time out to speak to my mum and dad and, and Lisbon was my dad's team you know so that was just his, his era and my dad was absolutely he was like he was like, he was like a kid you know speaking to being to Bertie Old but going on to the, the actual game itself we're in the home dressing room there's a squad of 20, 20 anyway certainly 20 people there Bertie says Come on, guys! I've got to pick eleven to start here. You know who's who wants to sit out? Who wants to sort of start off on the bench? Obviously, nobody's putting their hand up. You know, so there's what, what, what seemed like three, four minutes of silence, but maybe only thirty, forty seconds. But just it seemed to go on. Nobody put their hand up. Eventually, I said, "I'll start on the bench." And then slowly but surely, people followed suit. You know, and sort of was it is it whittled down to you got eleven to actually start the game. Then get out, he got his singing in the tunnel. You know, he got his singing the Celtic song in the tunnel, which, which I, believe he, I, believe, I believe he'd done before. Um, but he grabbed me in the shoulder. I'm in the sort of, obviously the players are going out, I'm in the back, and he's grabbed me in the shoulder and says, Wee man, I appreciate you doing that. You're playing for 80 minutes. Sure as hell. <laughs> 10 minutes in. Hey, big fella, off you come. Wee man, on you go. You know, so, didn't he do me any favours? I was knackered, but what a day, but just fantastic experience, you know. So, You'll never forget that, Brendan, will you? No, no. Met him, with, met him with my uncle. Took my uncle. My uncle's over to Canada. Took him on the tour. We bumped into Bertie's. I think he just he just hung about there and the, you know, just he was just always open to meeting people. Spoke to my uncle uh, from Canada. They were standing talking about Canada. I had my niece with me. We were kind of like, come on, Uncle Phil, we need to go, you know. And he's like, I'm talking to Bertie all here. We used going, you know, and it's just it an absolute gem, an absolute gem, you know, so It'd be very, oh, very That's a great story that, Hugh Keevans. Imagine being in the tunnel getting led in the 
the song uh, by well, Bertie Old. Brendan, Bertie said you were murder. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Listen, you was right. <laughs> Kevin's gave you a three in the paper the next day as well. Uh, honestly, Alex, these are yeah. and these are the types of. You do wonder I don't want to look too far ahead And get down about it Because there probably is a fear A feeling that These types of guys Are, are you know, yeah, In the past These types of experiences For guys like Brendan Football is just very different now A very global yeah. game People will come and go For You to be able to have access To the Absolute legends Of your club like that Must be yeah. Must be brilliant Yeah without doubt And uh, listen I can imagine uh, Bertie starting off The singing at the oh, tunnel yeah. that as well And I can imagine Him being in the dressing room Prior to it Getting all the boys going What it means to represent I'm sure he wanted to win That day as well And it's not just You know the players That played there He made an impact And obviously When you lose Someone of that stature Gone mm. You can recall Word for word And that's the impact That these type of guys it, Have character uh, That comes on to as you As you know uh, Gordon, I was 72 years old on Friday And when I was telephoned yesterday um, I felt quite sad, really sad You know, that he was such a character He meant so much to everyone uh, We know that he had fallen into serious ill health And we know he was 83 years old But I felt his passing last night You know, In the wake of uh, Walter Smith going uh, these are people of my time in life, my generation, growing mm. up, reporting on them as footballers, as managers, uh, and getting to know them as people. And, uh, you know, the double whammy like that, uh, I, I really felt very sad and moved last night. Well, we'll try and cheer you up. Thank you to Brendan uh, in Greenfield. I, I can try and cheer you up with that. Full time teaser Is that going to do oh, it Bring it on so. Bring it on um, Maybe Scotland will win To cheer you up as well tonight Hugh We'll get a full time teaser next We'll keep going With the build up To the Scotland game And of course More of your tributes As well Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's time for Alex Ray And Hugh Keevans To tackle tonight's Full time teaser We are 20 minutes away From kick off Between Scotland and Denmark, it should be a wonderful atmosphere at Hamden. We have secured that playoff spot. It's sold out as well. The place should be jumping. We do have a little bit more work to do if we want that home mm. uh, playoff game to be seeded for the next stage of the competition. So hopefully uh, we can get the win that we need. And if we have to settle for a draw, hopefully that turns out to be enough because we are relying on some other games. Let me give you a teaser then. Uh, this has been sent in by Russell So thank you to Russell very much for his contribution And it's topical Since the start of the SPL era Which is 98-99 Can you name 8 Danish players Who featured for either Rangers or Celtic So since the start of the SPL era 98-99 8 Danish players have featured for either Rangers or Celtic Celtic Loudrop Oh don't all shout out at once <laughs> Who'd you say? I said Loudrop Loudrop uh, Morton Vekhorst Morton Vekhorst Yes Lovenkrantz Peter Lovenkrantz Yes um, So that's two Three Three Who is the third? Uh, Vekhorst Lovenkrantz and Loudrop Loudrop not in the SPL era Oh Oh Okay, I'll leave it there You've got two already We're only looking for another six And if you want to submit a question And hear it used on the show 
The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com Kenny's on the line Kenny's a Hearts fan There's a bit of a maroon look to that back line tonight for Scotland Kenny Hi evening guys I like you It's uh, No I, I, it's looking good And firstly can I give my condolences to uh, Barry Alden All the Celtic community and all the teams and family And everyone that he's played with It's, uh, it's a big loss for Scotland yeah, Absolutely well said uh, back to the other point as you're, as you're pulling out Gordon uh, No I, I think it's good And I think the, the good thing is uh, Craig Gordon will be a, a big plus For Stuart playing You know they know each other With the club and all that And I think I think it's a good thing For Scottish football And I'm loving I'm loving the, the, the carry on with uh, Did Doig get brought in the night? Did he get drafted in as well? He did not <laughs> Is that the under 21s he got put in? Uh, Doig uh, are you thinking Portis? He's in the main, the main yeah, squad. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Port- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Portis uh, is in the A squad. He's on the bench, yeah. Right. No, I, I think, uh, listen, guys, I think Scottish football's looking good nowadays. Uh, we've just, we just got to master how we, how we can deal with uh, all these good players in so many sort of single positions, yeah. you know what I mean? Nice problem to have. I, I did wonder, Alex, heading yeah. into this, if the. Because. You, when it comes to the national team, we did it a little bit earlier on, you know, we're talking about Ralston. It's easy for people on the outside to just go. Is he good or is he better than him? But but for Stevie Clark, he has to maybe think, okay, who suits my system and who works with who in yeah. partnership. So if you're John Souter, you already play in a back three for Hearts, yeah. and you already play in front of Craig Gordon. So you can you can see, as Kenny says, how that that transition would look yeah. for Stevie Clark. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, listen, God, we were just watching some footage of some of the saves that Craig Gordon's made over this campaign. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Oh. But I'm pleased for Souter. Uh, he's had a really tough. Uh, run of injuries gone Two Achilles injuries snapped He's managed to come back And to get to this level again Is a real bonus for the boy I hope he does really well He's uh, comfortable on the ball Decent reader of the game uh, Good pace So I'm really looking forward to see How he competes against a very good mm. uh, Danish team So you know From that continuity I understand exactly why he's been put in tonight Yeah Kenny must be very pleased With uh, the contribution that Craig Gordon, the Hearts captain, of course, and uh, John Souter have made because I think Hearts look to me as if they've got sustainability about them uh, in that uh, mm. Premiership. Mm. Kenny, do you think does this hopefully for you become the, the start of a run um, of sustained international squads for for John Souter? The injuries have just been so tough on him, and like Scott McTominay's out, Jack Henry's out, so it's mm. not going to be easy, but. You hope this can be the, the the platform for him to go and stay in there for a bit. Oh, definitely, Gordon. He's 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 very he's a class player. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would I would liken him back to I mean Alec and you will be aware of what I'm going to say. Mister Levine when he played, you know, until he had an injury that kind of he didn't recover for. But John Souter is just class all over. I mean, me and my daughter have been at every game this season, uh, and he, he's just been pure class. You know the way the way he goes about a game and. When he thinks, oh, this space, I'm going to have a wee run. Yeah. And some of his goals have been fantastic. But yeah. can I just add, Craig Gordon, what an unbelievable... I would actually put him down. I was trying to get through last night. With, but I think he's probably Scotland's greatest ever keeper. You know, mm. and that's, that's putting him above Leighton and, and, and Gorham. But the guy's just... He uses class and he's just as smooth with the way he plays the game. Now there's a debate. Yeah, that, that, and everyone will have their own personal preference. What I would say about Craig Gordon, he had to withstand three years out of football uh, and many a person after that length of time would have given up on the game. But he did not and he went on to have some of the best years of his career with Celtic 
uh, in a team that was sweeping all before them but when they needed Craig Gordon he was there and there he is on Friday night a month short of his uh, 39th birthday and saving the penalty kick in the manner in which he did uh, aided and abetted by Kieran Tierney it must be said Uh, so I have nothing but the highest regard for him and that's why Robbie Nielsen has made him Hearts captain I think He's a truly Inspirational figure Yeah As I said I think his hunger And enthusiasm For the game Craig Gordon Is uh, really admirable 39 The shoe says In his next birthday I still think He's got another Couple of years ahead of him Yeah he's certainly uh, Got a bit of an Evergreen Look at the moment And you look at the list He goes on to 63 Or does he go on to 64 tonight actually Um, I'm trying to Remember the time frame Willie Miller's on 65 So that's certainly within reach Christian Daly 67 Davy Weir and Kenny Miller 69 That's doable Tom Boyd 72 So you're looking at Craig Gordon's going to be in the top Top 10 The top couple Um, He's he's going to be in the top couple for sure Um, It's it's incredible But when you factor in what Hugh said there About uh, three years out of the game You know And listen it's very difficult to explain to people Such a lonely road uh, when you have such a long injury period You have doubts about whether he can come back I actually think that period has actually kept him hungry Even into his later years And I still think he's got a few to go uh, Thank you Kenny It was nice to speak to you 01419511025 um, One more name on the teaser What have you got for me? Gravison Thomas Gravison Yes Well done Hugh uh, I'll get back to you Okay let's bring in William on the line And see what he has for us this evening Hi William Hello, good evening to you guys, how you doing? Good, thank you, good uh, It's just to talk a wee point about uh, Bertie I've got a wee story uh, One What's of it? my friends, Paul uh, His dad was was, was Paul Quinn uh, uh, Bertie's uh, assistant uh, uh, Thistle and Hibs in uh, Hamilton uh, uh, Jackie McNamara Sr. was uh, uh, a bit... I uh, was captain at Hibs and uh, he said that uh, he was getting a bit of cheek to uh, Pat Quinn and, uh, and John Lambie at the time and uh, Bertie says to him, well, he says, you're not getting on the bus and left him there. You know, left, him. <laughs> <laughs> left him there and he had to make his own way back to uh, Easter Road. It was about two or three miles away, you know. So <laughs> it was quite funny, you know. Those, those days, you know... What a man he was He, he took off Jim Melrose When they were at Partick Thistle I, I don't think he and Melo Quite saw eye to eye He took him off And left himself with 10 men Played with 10 men Seriously? Yeah Why? Well that's the first question The press asked him <laughs> afterwards And he said ah, I just wanted to see How it would go son With 10 men So I took him off uh, You know uh, the, the, the Clearly a difference of opinion there But uh, the, the famous one Partick <coughs> Thistle uh, Bertie after the game was just the best company ever So well, a few of us were gathered in the office And it went on a bit You know the, you know the script Alec you know, It went yes, on a bit yes. And uh, eventually uh, the, the, the knock came on the door And it was two of Glasgow's finest standing there And Bertie said officers, private party And they said Bertie, we're not interested You've left the floodlights on. The planes don't know. <laughs> the planes don't know whether to land at Fairhill or Glasgow Airport. Oh, brilliant. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, I Paul was just telling me about that Melrose one. He said he had a one for ten minutes there, and uh, 
Is it is it Tim Gay? I'm half had enough of him, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I feel like doing that to Hugh sometimes uh, at ten past uh, six, William. But then I realise would be would be lost without him. Uh, what are you thinking about the Scotland game tonight? Well, I think Steve Clark the way he's done it, I think uh, he's went against the grain a wee bit. You know, uh, I think what he's done is uh, I think he judges his players on their individual ability rather than the, the, the club that they play for. And I don't, th- I don't think a lot of managers would, would have done that in the modern day, you know. They look at players at the club that they play for rather than their individual ability that fits uh, Stevie Clark's system. And I was wanting to know, Alex, because it sort of goes against the grain how people look at players, you know, and how they fit into their team, you know. So I think the way Steve Clark's done it is has been unique in, in some certain ways, you know. So... I think uh, I would like to ask Alec about that Alec, he's always I, talking about levels and things Yeah, you know? no, absolutely I think you're absolutely right And uh, listen, I think uh, Stephen O'Donnell would very much come into that There was question marks about, you know, what he'd bring to the table He's brought a level of consistency, you know, he's a steady Eddie uh, So I think you're absolutely right He's actually just so He's obviously worked with him at Commander Knows what he brings as a character as well So I think he's done that But I think when you look through at the squad of the players currently at the moment, Gordon the majority of them good are all level. playing at a very good level. Obviously, you know, Craig Gordon, but the third in the league, mm. you've got Suter as well. Uh, so, you know, these guys are actually playing at mm. either the top of the SPFL, top of the championship, and then obviously you've got the elite boys like Tierney yeah. and uh, uh, Robertson down but, south. But still within that, we don't have any of those striking examples tonight, but he, he does play he this it, evening. Yeah. He plays this evening, but Stevie Clark generally leaves Liam Cooper out. He's the captain of Leeds and he maybe yeah. favours... Jack Hendry or Scott McTominay who's not a, a defender and on the subject of Scott McTominay if everyone was available tonight Stevie Clark, I believe and you can correct me if I'm wrong would not pick him ahead of Callum McGregor or whoever in, in the midfield and Scott McTominay plays for Man United so correct, yeah. William is, is onto something there isn't he no, Stevie it, Clark's obsessed with finding the right System and, right doesn't really, and and that that's the yeah. the be all and end all. Yeah, listen. The one thing about him is he's very uh, dogged in what he wants to do, Gordon. He's not going to be influenced by anyone. Who, there's a real swelling from dependent. You know how it works in the mm. west coast of Scotland, whether it's a Rangers Celtic player. But he stuck to his guns. He stuck with Stephen O'Donnell uh, many times as well. And you have to credit him because when you look at the the campaign, it's been very very good. Uh, let's go back to Hamden actually Shall we try and soak up a bit of the atmosphere If we can with Andrew McLean Maybe a recap of the yeah. teams Well he can't hear me But that sounds good We'll just leave that playing Maybe that's Andrew playing the pitch. Yeah three changes for Scotland tonight Patterson, Hendry and Armstrong Drop out of the starting lineup. O'Donnell, Suter and Christie are uh, in for Scotland tonight. The starting lineup: Craig Gordon in goal as a back three of John Suter, Liam Cooper, and Kieran Tierney. Stephen O'Donnell and Andy Robertson are the wing backs with John McGinn, Callum McGregor, and Billy Gilmore in the centre of midfield. Ryan Christie just in behind Shea Adams. The substitutes for Scotland: McLaughlin, Clark, Ralston, Porteous, McKenna, Ferguson, Turnbull, McLean, Brown, and Nisbet. And I'm sure, as you can hear behind me, how. Good this atmosphere is a packed out Hamden for a Scotland game is always good, but the appetite for the national team just keeps getting better and better, and it will be a fantastic atmosphere for this game tonight. Just a recap on the permutations: a win for Scotland seals a seeding for the March playoffs. A draw means we have to wait until tomorrow night for our fate. While defeat means we have virtually no chance. Well, hopefully, we're going into the playoffs with a full strength squad, five players 
are just one booking away from missing the semi-final though Andy Robertson, John McGinn, Billy Gilmore, Shea Adams and Stephen O'Donnell all walking that disciplinary tightrope so it'll be a very nervy night for more than one reason tonight the team's just taking it to the field tonight and it's going to be a brilliant night hopefully here at Hamden yeah we'll just leave Andrew on in the background try and get more of that atmosphere it sounds magnificent Alex Ray yeah we'll just see the pictures coming in Gordon some brilliant displays by both sets of fans and uh, I'm really excited about this Gordon the fact that we're actually going into this game knowing that we're already got the playoff mm. but we've got the prospect of being seeded which for me is everything I mean you even even on this we don't over the last few years we don't sell out that many qualifiers so we oh. did it against Israel mm-hmm. this one sold out so quickly as well that is a very accurate barometer of how the nation feels about the national side well you know under Stevie Clark a man who came into the job with some people decrying the appointment and then when he signed the extension to his contract people then decried the extension and said what has he done to deserve it but under Stevie Clark we have been Relatively, and I, I use the word advisedly, relatively successful. He got us to Euro 2020. It was a very disappointing tournament for us. One draw out of three games does not add up to a success for me. However, he's back and he's had a very good campaign here. Six wins, two draws, mm. only one defeat and a qualifying place for the World Cup in Qatar. So Stevie Clark deserves credit. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, as I said, I think the fact that he's got an extension has been proven to be right, Gordon. If we can get to Qatar, uh, it'll be a sensational uh, scene. The Tartan army uh, in the Middle East, and uh, it would be incredible. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this game tonight. I really am. I think we might even stay in here with Shug. We'll take him back after the game. Uh, Hugh Keevans in Qatar. I can just imagine oh, it, honestly. I've suffered from Qatar for a long time. Do you think we can do this tonight, Alex? It's a huge ask. Yeah. Look at Denmark's record. Played nine, one nine. Drawn none, lost none, scored thirty times and conceded once. Listen, the, 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 I remember the game over there. It was a really, it was a tonking. It could have been more, particularly in the first half. We acquitted ourselves a little bit better in the second half. However, I just feel home advantage tonight. We've got momentum, uh, and we're a little bit of a fair wind that we're back. Hopefully, we get that result. Okay, kickoff coming next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are underway at Hamden It's Scotland against Denmark Scotland already through to the World Cup playoffs But will the playoff be at home? Will we be seeded? We will find out depending what happens this evening A win would secure it A draw might But we'd have to wait until tomorrow to find out And a defeat almost certainly uh, would not be enough But we are uh, there in the playoffs So that side of the job is done And we can see what we can offer tonight Against a very, very good Denmark side A side that performed ever so well um, At the Euros A side that was galvanised after tragedy Almost struck early on And they've uh, kicked on Gone from strength to strength Even without Christian Eriksen And have won all nine games in this group So it's going to be a real ask For Stevie Clark's side tonight You can already see the conference With which Denmark looked to Pop the ball around uh, Before I get more answers on your teaser And I will do that And I'll keep you up to speed on the, the Scotland game as well Something really important that I want to talk to you about tonight Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Yes, it is that time of the year already How fast does that go? Cash for Kids Mission Christmas is back We know that Christmas this year is going to be particularly difficult for a lot of local families due to the pandemic. Those who were just about managing to get by beforehand 
are now tipped even further into poverty or have even reached crisis points. So it could be a real tough time and you can make a difference this year by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Now, to hear exactly what difference your money can make, let's hear a bit from Claire. She's from Western Bartonshire Community Foodshare. They're a group that, amongst other things, provide emergency food parcels, school uniforms, things like that to children and families in poverty. Uh, Claire from the group has this message to you if you're thinking about donating to Cash for Kids this year. I would say definitely do it. The vast different ways that Cash for Kids is able to support local organisations is just wonderful. We would not have been able to provide anywhere near the amount of support we did without that help and support. So definitely donate to Cash for Kids. Here's the worrying bit. In some parts of Glasgow in the West, right here on our doorstep, as many as one in two children live in poverty. Repeat that, one and two Astonishing We can't always make it a magical day at Christmas But with your help we can make it just that little bit different For thousands of kids across Glasgow and the West And we do guarantee every single penny of the funds raised Goes straight back to support those families most in need It really will make such a difference So to find all the details on how you can donate At Clyde1.com forward slash mission That's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce Structural Steelwork Fabrication and Construction That time of the year Already What's happening at Hamden Alex? Yeah it's frantic Gordon uh, Scotland are trying to come down The left hand side With Andy Robertson At the moment As he's driving forward Unfortunately the referee's Pulled it back It must have hit his hand uh, he's not, he's not booked him for that has he? Oh no 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 But it's been a brilliant We start You know both teams Are showing a lot of intent There was a brilliant ball Down the side to Shea Adams uh, And I think it was Vestergaard just done a back heel And you're thinking to yourself These guys are playing with confidence Just uh, this referee is the most card happy official yep. in the, the continent. His stats are incredible. Oh, but no, but Andy Robertson was not deserving of a yellow card there. He didn't get one, so we breathe again. Uh, yep, Scotland looking well, good, as, as good yeah. as you can look after three and a half minutes against uh, a wonderful footballing side. And what a pass that is. The ball comes into the box. Stephen O'Donnell just too high for him. That was a really good move, that yeah, for so Scotland. It was a lovely ball. Who hit that diagonal? It was a lovely ball by uh, Callum McGregor. No, I think that was Callum McGregor. Was hits it to Andy Roberts. He puts it across, but he hits it into the ground and it just eludes uh, Stephen O'Donnell at the back post. Good move Yeah good start for Scotland Four minutes in Right how are we going With this teaser then It's Danish themed as well You can't ask for Any more than that Some appropriate stuff From Russell On the teaser He wants to know If you can name Eight Danish players Who've played for Rangers Or Celtic Since the start of the SPL era So that's 98-99 You've got guys like Morten Vikorst Peter Lovenkrantz Thomas Gravison You've given me wrong answers Such as Brian Loudrup Yeah Mark what? Reaper Oh, what a shout that is How on earth did you come up with that on your own Mark Reaper, well done We, we worked it out uh, Sviachenko Oh, another good one Eric Sviachenko A very th- recent one I think there's a goalkeeper in there Hugh, I'm sure there was a Five Danish down, goalkeeper Is there a Danish goalkeeper in there? Three to go There is a Danish goalkeeper in there Sorensen Not Sorensen, he didn't come up here What was the Harai? No you're just shooting random no, was a big Northern guy European names at me Yeah right Next door man Give us a break <laughs> um, No no. Oh, you're thinking of Magnus Edmund yes. He's Swedish Well it's next door no, Forget him um, We're about to f- Offend a full region uh, yeah. here, Right um, It's a He was at Rangers this guy Yes I know 2000-2001 I, I know. Um, oh. Brian Gimbert? No, 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 he was Israeli or something. Yeah, he was, yeah. Come on, you. I've gave you a go to your position. letting us down here. Yes. A good quick free kick that from Scotland. The John McGinn backside. Oh, it's just to be marvelled at, isn't it? He Excuse me. Draws the foul. 
uh, tries to play a quick free kick, does get it into Adams, and still out Scotland to try and build. We're into the box. Adams mm. tries to be clever and to be fair. Denmark, it's almost like they know what they're doing. They had like six men all of a sudden back in the box. Scotland do still have it though. Is going to be a free kick on the edge of the box? Well, the referee's oh, going ref, the other way. Stop it. What is it? We're going to fall out, me and this guy already, who I can tell. Uh, poor decision, that one. Uh, but I'm very pleased with the way Scotland have started the game. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. maybe she Adams did go down a bit yeah, easy. Yeah, it was a bit theatrical. Uh, there might have been a little contact on his left toenail. But um, no, listen, it's, it's frantic, you know. But the good, the, the good thing for Scotland, they're getting down the left hand side. They've played some mm-hmm. nice balls in to Shea Adams in the box. He's, he just has to retain it, Gordon, Stephen and try and get one offered a couple of nice kind of channel balls as yes. well. That's obviously something they've looked at. I think there's there will be an understanding from Stevie yeah. Clark and everyone. He's unlikely to sort of take people on the way that Nathan sure. Patterson was. So you, you have to adapt and find other ways. Yeah, but what's happening is uh, the Danish fullbacks are getting drawn forward a little bit, Gordon, mm-hmm. which is freeing up the space for uh, Adams to chase down. Uh, they've coped with it relatively well so far, Denmark. Yes, and Scotland have coped with Denmark very well inside the opening six and a half minutes. Scotland looking pretty good, you have to say. Right, let's try and round off this teaser before we go then anymore. Is it clue time? Well, you need yeah. his initials for I the goalkeeper. JC. Christiansen. <laughs> yes. Can you think of his first name? Johan. I'll give you it anyway. Yeah, Jasper. Yeah, well, Jasper. Yeah, Jasper Christiansen. There we go. Got there in the end with that one anymore? No. Uh, what about a Celtic centre back that also played for Hibs? <laughs> Not even ringing any bells. Not no. for me, but this w- Lawson. Ah, oh, this man is in form tonight, Ulrich Lawson. Uh, where are we? One to go. Yes, one to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a gambling man, but if I was. I would bet everything I own that you two never get it. I, I mean, we could do he this show for another initials. three weeks. Which club? Celtic. <laughs> and the initials are M R. From the Morton. Sort of Neil Lennon era The first time Must be about then yeah M what? R We're not back to Mark Reaper are we? <laughs> no <laughs> He's not in it twice And no. he's not a striker From the Neil Lennon era What team do you play? Do we do Celtic yeah, Morton But he's another team oh, is it? it wouldn't matter No right okay Morton Rasmussen <sighs> Anyone? Anyone for Morton Rasmussen? No, no, no for me, no Still not Morton no, Rasmussen? No, I don't no, okay. know who is I think about three games he played So a, a fairly short spell Kieran Tierney's bursting forward uh, And he goes down Referee's not having it Oh, this referee, come on, seriously uh, As long as he keeps the, the yellow cards in his pocket It's nil-nil Scotland-Denmark Whatever happens tonight We will look back on it tomorrow Will it be a significant day In Rangers' search for a new manager? Make sure you join us and find out Callum Gallagher's up next